Welcome to Those Catholic Shrinks with Lisa and Regina, your favorite podcast about mind, body, and soul. Today's podcast is about depression, and not specifically depression alone, but is depression considered to be lazy or not? So we're hoping to answer that question for you today. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the more more common questions that I kind of get asked, um, especially being like a faithful Catholic is like, well, isn't depression just being lazy? Isn't it mm-hmm. kind of more like sinful, like acedia or sloth? Right. You know? Um, right. And I think that it's important to make a distinction between the two, to make a distinction between depression and laziness. Absolutely. But before we get into that. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's talk about what we're drinking today. <clears throat> Red Refresh. It's an mm-hmm. herbal tea. It's so good. It has hibiscus, rose hips, lemongrass, peppermint, orange peel, lemon verbena, <laughs> and cherry bark. Yeah. Which, personally, I'm one of those people that doesn't, I don't like to really branch out. Like, mm-hmm. I know what I like. <laughs> and when I saw this, I was like, oh, hibiscus, rose, I'm, I'm questioning, I, but I yeah. really like lemon, so maybe, I, maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I like it a lot. I like it, too, because it's bright red, too. Yeah. So it's like a visual kind of thing as well as as a flavor. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So if anyone is near Trader Joe's, (laughs) (laughs) you must go. Yes. It's it's worth it to get some red refresh. (laughs) Love it. And we also have a new fun part of our podcast as well, which is we have an email address now. Yay. So if anyone has any questions or topics that they want us to talk about, Mm -hmm. um, it's thosecatholicshrinks at gmail.com. Yeah, thosecatholicshrinks at gmail. And, you know, we'll do our best to answer as many questions as we can. It's not necessarily guaranteed that we'll get to everyone for Mm -hmm. every show, but we're definitely going to try our best. And so send it in. Yeah. Let us know what's on your mind, what you want to hear about, and... Tell us about the podcast that you thought was the best ever and tell us how amazing we are. Yeah, we want want to hear from you, so we're looking forward to that. Absolutely, because we know what we think is interesting, but we definitely want to hear more of what you guys are interested in as well. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. That's great. I guess that's it, yeah. So those Catholic shrinks at (laughs) gmail.com. So into our topic, depression. It's not being lazy. Mm. Mm. So I think maybe we can start with, like, I always like defining terms. Doesn't John Paul II talk about kind of the war of culture will be won over the definition of terms? Ooh, yes. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's good to it's good to define things because that's kind of a basis. So um, maybe it's good to start with what, defining what is laziness. Okay. And I think there's two different ways you can look at it because there's like a general definition that the world would have, and then there's the spiritual definition, like what we would talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. Kind of a general definition, I actually looked it up online, um, <laughs> is the quality of being unwilling to work. Um, mm. And then I actually looked up in the catechism for the church side because, you know, you have the seven deadly sins, you have sloth or acedia. Right. Um, so I was looking, I wanted to see, you know, I don't know if I have actually have a working definition of what the church would say that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it defines it as a carelessness of heart. And I thought this one was really interesting, a refusing of the joy that comes from God. Ooh. Yeah. 
thought that was pretty an interesting definition that I'd never heard before. A refusing of the joy. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, and a carelessness. Mm. Um, And then it talks a little bit too about being lax in spiritual practice as well. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are those like the general definition that the world would say. Webster and the catechism. (laughs) Webster and the catechism. Yeah. And then there's depression. Mm -hmm. And so I think we have very clear definition in counseling and in psychology of Mm -hmm. what um, what depression is. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's interesting how kind of how we approach it as counselors is, you know, there's things you could talk about feeling depressed and then having depression. Right. You know, and so when we're looking at do we diagnose someone with depression, we're looking for some key features. Mm -hmm. And depression has some pretty clear-cut stuff that you're looking for. And I think it's interesting when you're looking at it, it it talks about it, like, every day. Like, each of these things you need to be experiencing every day. It's not a one-time thing. Right. It's a continual. Right. Um, Persistent for at least a couple weeks, two weeks, right? Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. So we'll just go through the list real quick with you. Um, So we've got depressed mood most of the day, nearly every day. Diminished interest or pleasure um, in in all or almost all things that you would normally be interested in. Weight loss or gain or change in appetite. You've got insomnia or hypersomnia. So like either you can't sleep or you're sleeping all the time. It could be either one actually. And I don't think a lot of people associate insomnia with depression but Mm -hmm. that's a big one Mm -hmm. feelings of restlessness or feeling sluggish feeling tired feeling worthless and i thought this was is interesting in the dsm it talks about inappropriate guilt Mm -hmm. so feeling inappropriate amounts of guilt inability to think or concentrate or being indecisive and then this one's a big one thoughts of death or suicide Right. Yeah. Right. So those are kind of the key things that we're looking for when we're defining depression. That's mm-hmm. what we're defining it as, and experiencing those things um, most of the day, nearly every day. Right. There. I think you know, similar to what we were talking about when we talked about phobias around Halloween time. Like, there's a difference between general sadness mm-hmm. because you didn't get the job that you interviewed for, or you know, you lost your favorite sweater or something yeah (laughs) um somebody writes something mean about you on social media right there's typical incidents that cause some sadness and then there's an ongoing yeah constant level of just kind of bleak gloom not gloom but just Mm -hmm. a very sullen type of yeah it never really goes away whether Mm -hmm. you're hanging out with friends having Mm -hmm. a great time but there's still this underlying current of a mood that yeah you, is very hard to shake. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where you'll be in a situation where you, you can think to yourself, "I should be happy right now," mm-hmm. and you don't, and you know you don't feel happy, and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're like, it's a Sunday afternoon, you're having lunch with your kids, and it's like everything's going great. Mm-hmm. Nobody's yelling at each other. Right. Like it's a great lunch. It's a beautiful day outside. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really going wrong, but you're still feeling that that nice long list that I just went through. Right. You're still kind of feeling those, and intellectually you say to yourself, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Right. And I don't want to feel this way, you know. Right. I'm thinking of one of those commercials, like Cymbalta or something, <laughs> and there's a woman in, like, a flower field, and it's so beautiful, but she's just looking off in the distance, kind of dazed, like, clearly what you're saying something else is on her mind like yeah this should be a happy photo op opportunity but her mind is somewhere mm-hmm. else 
And there is, there's that, that kind of disconnect that I think most people that I've talked to who have experienced depression, like clinical depression would say like, I know I, that this is my, the feelings that I'm having are different from what's happening around me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that yes, there are things, there are stressors in my life and the, the level of sadness that I'm feeling is disproportionate right. to what else is going on in my life as well. Mm-hmm. And wanting it to be different and having tried a whole bunch of different things yes. and not being able to get out of it. Right. Um, and I think that's one of the key differences between laziness or sloth and depression. Right. Is depression is not a choice. Right. Like it's not something you're choosing. And in fact, wanting to feel different trying to feel different and not being able to. Right, and not seeing the results. And mm-hmm. I feel like this can come up a lot for people of faith because maybe you open up to somebody and you <laughs> share, you know, whatever it is that's on your heart that you're really having a hard time, you're struggling, and they might say, well, you just need to believe. Have more faith, <sighs> right? And <laughs> you're probably thinking, I've trust me, I've... I've tried. <laughs> I've read this devotional, I've read scripture yeah pray I go you know done this novena right and I'm still feeling like this and so that can be really hurtful to someone Mm -hmm. with depression because they have put forth a huge effort yes and now they're questioning whether or not their faith is strong enough Mm -hmm. on top of that yeah and as you were saying that actually made me think you know we were talking about how depression isn't laziness I think Mm -hmm. another thing to say that it's not is ingratitude Mm -hmm. Because that's another thing people will say to somebody. Well, you should be grateful because. Mm-hmm. And then they'll try to put a silver lining on whatever's happening for right. them. Look at all the wonderful things in your life. You have a house. You have a car. You have food on the table. Mm-hmm. Or at least you're not like that That fun little phrase, at least. Mm-hmm. Well, at least this didn't happen to mm-hmm. you. Or at least you have a great husband who really loves you. Mm-hmm. Or at least your kids aren't sick. Or, mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll try to like, it's almost like they see you out on a seesaw mm-hmm. and they see you really down. So what they're going to do is they're going to try to like load up the happy side of the seesaw. Right. And then what you end up feeling is like, wow, I must be really ungrateful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's, it's not about feeling gratitude for things or not. And in fact, a lot of times people who are experiencing depression are hyper aware of just how much they have to be grateful for. Right. Because they feel that that discord, like, I have all of these things, and yet I still feel this way. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's something to be mindful of, you know, especially within the faith community or with anyone in general, you know, thinking about how, how we can be helpful mm-hmm. to those around us who might be struggling with depression of, you know, I think... Sometimes it's just so easy to try to say something like, oh, it'll be okay, or like, look at all the wonderful things going on in your life, like as mm-hmm. if, if we remind them, then it's going to, they're going to be better, like just like that. <laughs> and really thinking, you know, doing some research, taking that time on your own, like mm-hmm. you are right now listening to this podcast, but taking that time, like Googling, like what is depression, finding out what that is. Yeah. And you know, just being okay to be that listening ear of saying, mm-hmm. you know, I'm here for you, as opposed to feeling that pressure like you have to come up with a solution for them. Yeah. Um, be with them, listen to them, say a prayer for them, mm-hmm. and that's and that's okay. And sometimes that's that can be more helpful than you realize. Yeah. I think 
letting someone know that it's okay to be where they're at and that you as somebody, a part of the body, like being there for them to support Mm -hmm. them. That's, I mean, that could, that speaks volumes. Oh yeah, absolutely. As opposed to the inverse of Mm -hmm. you're ungrateful, you're, you know, you don't have enough faith, your faith isn't strong enough. Yeah. Right. That actually could do more damage than what you intended. Yeah. And I think if you find yourself in that, in that situation, maybe not the person who's supporting somebody, but the person who is feeling that way, not being scared to go and talk to either a priest or a mental health professional about it and saying, you know, this is what I'm feeling and this is what I'm experiencing. Do you think if you're wondering, you know, is this laziness or is this ingratitude? Right. Um, going to your priest and saying like, this is what I'm experiencing. And is, is this something that's ingratitude or do you think I need to go and talk to a mental health professional or finding a mental health professional Mm -hmm. and saying, you know, I'm a, this is my faith and this is kind of where I want to, I want to be grateful for things in my life Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be lazy. And yet I'm still feeling this way. And my goals are to be, to experience gratitude, be thankful for what the Lord has given me. Um, and, and yet I'm having a hard time doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and not being afraid to say like, this is what's happening in my life. Cause I think sometimes there's a fear of like, well, if I just fake it till I make it. Right. You know. Which can work sometimes, sometimes. in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but with bigger things like depression, especially when right. we get into that last part, thoughts about death or suicide, mm-hmm. if that is something you're experiencing, right. definitely going to talk to a mental health professional. Right. Um, and finding somebody you trust. Talking to your priest can probably have a good recommendation of somebody to go to talk to if you're looking for somebody who also balances spirituality in there. Absolutely. Um, because it's important to tease apart. And it is important to find out when you're being lazy. Because I know there's definitely moments where it's like, I just don't want to roll out of bed. And there can be times because I'm incredibly, incredibly sad. Or it can be like, I just really don't feel like dealing. I don't feel like adulting today. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and that made me think of something else. Um, is the dark night of the soul. Mm. And how somebody who might be experiencing depression might clap cloud that or define that as oh I'm having a dark night of the soul Mm. when in reality you're experiencing clinical depression yeah and you know vice versa you know Mm -hmm. sometimes depression can look like dark night of the soul which is for those who don't know (laughs) um, (laughs) that's kind of some jargon I just threw out there yeah um so St. John of the Cross wrote this book about his spiritual experience of being very feeling very disconnected from God, feeling a lot of darkness in his heart and his spirit. Um, it's in a big book. That's it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I think we can over-spiritualize our experiences. Not yeah. that that's not the reality. You know, mm-hmm. obviously as Catholics, we believe that spiritual things are happening. But yeah. Um, being very careful to recognize that we have human bodies that we are taking care of also. Yep. And there's biological yeah. realities that are happening as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And we talk about that in discernment of spirits, you know, that there's, there's the Lord's voice and then there's, there's three other voices. Mm-hmm. There's the evil one. Um, there's um, our culture mm-hmm. and then there's uh, the fallen world and there's our fallen natures, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, um, you know, sometimes our depression that's speaking is that fallen nature through our bodies. Like, um, when you look at, at depression, you can look at the biology of it. Is it a neurochemical thing? So, um, 
people who experience depression will have reduced serotonin. They'll have reduced dopamine. Mm -hmm. um, And those are things that affect sleep and appetite and mood, how we perceive realities. These are Mm -hmm. physical chemicals in our brains that Mm -hmm. that affect those things. You can actually do a brain scan. You do blood tests. You can see this. Mm -hmm. And people with depression will actually have, there's something in your brain called the hippocampus, and Mm -hmm. it's what regulates emotions. And if you look over time, over in the statistics, people with depression tend to have smaller a smaller hippocampus. Mm. You know, so we, you can kind of qualify that as as our fallen natures in a way that that you know we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. We're not perfect, mm-hmm. and so um, that's not the Lord's voice. When you're hearing these like feelings coming up for yourself, you can ask yourself: Is this the Lord speaking to me, or is this part of how my brain is working? Right. or not working mm-hmm. um that's speaking to me um and that's different from the lord giving you an actual feeling of desolation exactly um which is that's a whole other part of of the discernment of spirits and saint ignatius of leola mm-hmm. um and it's di- it's a totally different reality from that maybe we'll do an episode on that that actually sounds like a great have idea have a priest come in and tell us about dark night of the soul dark and the soul. spiritual desolation <laughs> <laughs> um and so, and I think that's a key feature um, that we need to talk about, which is what is one of the, the, the essential elements of a sin, which is a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be a conscious choice. Exactly. And when we're looking at the biology of the brain, when we're looking at situational things that happen for us, because part of this too is maybe a learned behavior that maybe your family has a structure and a way of like, of, um, call it learned helplessness or this is just the way your family was kind of experienced the world mm-hmm. um are all these things that can happen that make it not a fully conscious choice and in fact in depression there people are constantly trying to choose something different right and if sin is consciously choosing what is opposed to the lord right then then depression doesn't count right because it either doesn't have choice or it's an actual attempting to move away from that. Right. Like we spoke about earlier, those definitions, refusing joy. Yes. Being unwilling to work. That mm-hmm. speaks to the consciousness and the choice. Whereas on the other side with depression, you're very willing to work. You want to get rid of that depression. Like, <laughs> get me out of this crap. You yeah. Know? But unfortunately, it feels like everything I've tried up until this point just doesn't seem to be helping or working. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, one of the things you, you had said was like, no, they've been trying really hard and it's so true. I don't think people really think of that when they're thinking about the idea of depression, but there is so much effort, internal effort that somebody is putting forth. I have to talk to people also. I ask them, does it feel like you're carrying a boulder uphill? Yeah. Like, yes. And it just keeps rolling back over me. It's Mm. like, yeah, that's not. That's not being unwilling to work. That's not a carelessness of heart. That's not a refusing of joy. It's right. a striving after it. But there's this boulder. There's something. It could be the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. It could be your biology. It could be your family dynamics. It could be any number of things. But it's something that, that you're struggling against. And we're not meant to be alone. Right. We're meant to have community that helps us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's one of the insidious things that I find about depression is it it talks to you in your ear sometimes and tells you like you need to handle this on your own mm. and that's why we encourage you to if it's something you're experiencing or you find your friend experiencing um, 
encourage them or yourself to reach out. Right, connect them with someone who can be helpful. Because that's how we're built as as spiritual beings. We're built for community. Mm-hmm. We're not built to, to carry these burdens alone, you know. And I think it even talks about it in Scripture, you know. If one part of the body is suffering, the whole body is suffering. Mm-hmm. And so we can't pretend that, like, nope, I can just fix it. I'm going to fake it till you make it. Right. Um, that we, we need one another. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a brief overview of what depression is and isn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, again, if you have any questions and you want to hear more about this topic, email us mm-hmm. at thosecatholicshrinks at gmail.com. Um, or if you just want some general tips, let us know and... Uh, In the meantime, I'll be having another glass of red refresh. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see y'all next time.